Hi there, Alana Terry here. You are listening to the Successful Writer Podcast. Thanks a lot for joining me. Today I am sharing with you a teaser from my course on productivity for authors. This is a course I have co-created with David Lee Martin, who has also written a book called Productivity for Indie Authors. And in the course, we're giving you lots of tips about everything from writing faster to organizing your time to even just your outlook on time management and productivity. It's meant to be super encouraging, non-guilt-inducing, procrastination-busting, but with a gentle approach. So if that sounds like something that would be helpful for you, you can grab the course at courses.alanaterry.com slash productivity. And I hope you enjoy the teaser from the course. So I wanted to talk about when you're feeling really overwhelmed with everything that you have to do. I am sure that everybody has experienced this. I was feeling this way just today, which is why it's kind of a timely video for me and what I wanted to focus on right at this exact minute. So as an adult, as a business owner, if you have a family, as a parent or spouse or whatever, there are always gonna be things to do, right? And if you're doing one thing, that means that something else isn't getting done. The adage that, you know, a lot of, housekeepers use as well. If you're doing the laundry, that means you're getting behind on the dishes. Once you get caught up on the dishes, that means you're behind on the dusting or, you know, whatever it is. I think that once you just accept that that's kind of the way it is, that can definitely help. So we're going to be talking some about just the mindset of busyness because really busyness, overwhelm, these are all states of mind. There is a way to have the exact same schedule with somebody else. And one of you may feel totally rushed and stressed and hectic. And the other of you feels peaceful and fine and happy and content. I want to start by saying like, it's totally fine to feel stressed. The goal of life isn't to avoid stress because that's just not possible. And sometimes there's actually like good stress. You know, if you're really excited about something and you just can't wait because something really good is about to happen, your body experiences that as stress but it's, it's a good kind of stress, right? So the goal isn't stress-free living, but most of us would do well to find ways to reduce stress. In general, most people today are living in a state of being too stressed out. So I want to talk about that, but just bearing in mind that the goal isn't like perfect stress-free living, because that would not only be not practical and unachievable, also boring, right? If nothing exciting ever happens, well then, yeah, that's kind of boring. But what I'm talking about is a bad kind of stress when you just feel so overwhelmed. There are so many things to do that you don't even know where to start. This is often one of the roots of procrastination. It just, there are so many things to do. And I know that, you know, even if I spent five hours doing them, I'm still going to have like 10 hours worth of things on my to-do list. So what's the point? And so you end up spending three hours scrolling Facebook, right? This, this happens guys. And so I want to give you some tips for when you're just feeling this overwhelmed. And we're going to start with some of just the mindset tips because a lot of it really is getting into a healthier mindset when it comes to time, productivity, stress, to-dos, all of that. So it doesn't feel this way to you probably when you're in the midst of a very, very busy, hectic time of your life or time of your day and you have a ton to do, but it's true nonetheless. There are very few things that you absolutely have to do. Okay, so if you have a baby who cannot feed themselves at all, you have to keep that baby fed. 
you have to eat, drink, and sleep. Those are kind of the have-tos. Like if, heaven forbid, you had a major medical issue, emergency come up right now, today, and you had to be completely bedridden for six full weeks, the world isn't going to end, right? And sometimes the first step in overcoming this mindset of just hectic hurriedness is to realize that there are very few things on your to-do list that have to get done. Now, I know some of you are going to be objecting objecting right now and saying, well, Alana, I've got this pre-order due and I need to send this newsletter out and I've got these family obligations. These things all have to get done. Yes, there are things that should get done, but that's totally different than have to get done. When I was pregnant with our third kid, I got swine flu. And at this point, it was pretty early on in the swine flu epidemic. And the only known fatalities were otherwise healthy pregnant women. So it was pretty scary for me and my family. And I had a toddler and an infant who were, um, you know, like I think my other two boys were one and three at the time. Life couldn't stop, but it had to stop. Okay. So when you've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old and my one-year-old had pretty severe special needs, he was being tube fed like eight times a day. Okay. And I was flat on my back sick. I think it was like a full six weeks before I started to feel even a little bit normal. And it was a full week of not being able to function really at all. And you would think, okay, I can't slow down that much, but sometimes you have to. And guess what? Life goes on. My kids did not starve and we made it through that season. Sometimes you need to remind yourself, okay, you're saying right now that you have too many things that you have to get done. But heaven forbid that life-changing emergency comes up right now, this instant, all of those things are going to get backburdened. I'm not saying that that's an excuse to throw everything out the window, but it helps to put things into perspective and realize, okay, these things that you say have to get done right now, no, they should get done. Some of them don't even need to get done, right? That's another thing that we will be talking about is just knowing what to eliminate, what to say no to, to also help in that overwhelm. So sometimes the best cure to just remember that the world doesn't end when you're not working is to force yourself to take time off. If you're not taking at least like a day off a week, I would say start there. And if that's too scary, start with like a night a week. All right. If you're, if you're so programmed into just this work, work, work mode, start by saying, okay, Friday nights, I am going to keep myself from doing work. It's going to feel scary. It's going to feel like I can't afford to not do this, but you know what? Life is going to go on even without you being behind your computer, typing the words. There's an interesting concept in time management that's really useful to keep in mind, and this is called Parkinson's Law. And Parkinson's Law just says any project that you assign yourself to do is going to get done in the amount of time that you assign yourself to do it in. So if you have a month to write a book, you will write that book in a month. If for some reason something crazy happens, you say, okay, I want to write this book in a week. You're going to find a way to write that book in a week. This happens not just for writing, but let's say, okay, I have 45 minutes to get dinner on the table. I'm going to get dinner on the table by the time it needs to be done. Whereas if you only have 10 minutes, you're going to find a way to you know, figure out a meal in 10 minutes. And so you might think that you need like every single minute of every single day, but if you cut your workday in half, You're going to find ways to cut back on the things that don't need to get done. And the things that do need to get done are still going to get done in that amount of time. 
So just remember, A, the world doesn't end when you're not working. And B, you can find ways to fit whatever you need to get done in whatever amount of time you have. And if you've never thought about it this way before, you're probably not going to believe me. And so that's when you just need to try it. This is when, for example, you've got a very long list of random to do's and you say, this is going to take me all day. And then you say, okay, but I, I literally only have 45 minutes to get as much as this done as I can. You're going to find a way to prioritize and just knock things out and get done way more in that 45 minutes than you might if you had the entire day in front of you. So that's just another way to kind of help you prevent this sense of overwhelm. And along those lines, it is going to feel counterintuitive, but sometimes the very best thing to do is going to be to slow down on one of these days when you feel like you've got so much to do, you're never going to get it done. Instead of just diving right in or more likely feeling so overwhelmed that you end up procrastinating, the best thing in these cases to do is to take a small amount of time, even if it's only 10 minutes, get yourself into a relaxed state, make your tea or your coffee, do something that helps you to feel relaxed. Think through the things on your to-do list. I like to write them out so I can actually see them, visualize them, manipulate, cross out. You don't have to do it this way, but I like to kind of have it there so I can see it and move things around mentally. So write out your to-dos or at least think through your to-dos and just decide what order are you going to get them done in? You know, pick the things that life is going to be more likely to end if you don't get them done. Like I just said, life isn't, you could throw that whole to-do list out the window and life would still go on. The universe would not end, but pick the things that are the most important. Start with those and give yourself just kind of a list. So you, instead of having like 50 random things that you're kind of organized. So maybe here's all of the emails that I need to get done. And since they're all in one kind of set um, compartment on your to-do list or in your brain, you can just knock all of those out. Here are all my things that have to do with getting my book ready to get published. Maybe that's, you know, getting some formatting things, talking to your editor, getting cover design stuff taken care of. Each time that you can organize your to-do list, whether on the paper or just mentally, in terms of either projects or the type of task, like whether that's email or finances or whatever, it's going to help you to, so now instead of having 50 random tasks, maybe you just have three things. I need to take care of my finances for the month and I need to get things ready to publish this book and I have some correspondence to keep up with. Now, your to-do list is boiled down into three things. And yes, those three things might have a dozen different subheadings or, you know, little bullet points. But now in your brain, it's just three things to get done. So taking the time not only to prioritize, but to organize your to-do list on those days when you're feeling amazingly overwhelmed is going to help you so much. And like I said, I know it feels counterintuitive, but it is so much better than A, either diving in with no plan and feeling very lost and flustered and rushed, and B, it's way better than feeling so overwhelmed that you just don't do anything at all. So I hope some of these tips were helpful for you and we will talk to you soon. So that is the teaser from the course on productivity for authors. If you want more helpful and encouraging tips like this, you can grab the course at courses.alanaterry.com slash productivity. Thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you guys soon.